0: Welcome everyone into the Big 10 versus the SEC podcast. We are your hosts Jeremy and
1: Roxanne. Our show covers all things Big 10 and SEC football. Yo, VIP. Let's
0: kick it. All right, welcome in friends. How are you today, Roxanne?
1: I'm doing swell, Jeremy. Roxanne.
0: What's going on in the news today?
1: We are very aware that the NFL Combine has started. You can expect us to drop a video about that next week.
0: I'm pretty sure my 40 is like 5.5 right
1: now. Um, That's pretty good. Okay. That's sure.
0: pretty good. Uh, today, we're going to hit on the college football playoffs, kind of break it down a little bit, going into a little bit of detail, all that good stuff. Uh, we're also going to talk about Joe Klatt, who released a mock draft that he's calling it 1.0. So I'm expecting a 2.0, 3.0, 4.0, 5.0. No, we're not going to go over every one of his mock drafts. But today, we will be specifically just kind of talking about whether or not we agree with it, not agree, that type of stuff.
1: Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? The College Football Playoff Committee has (laughs) unanimously God damn it. Every time unanimously. has unanimously approved the five plus seven model. Original format was six plus six. Uh, so now we have five highest ranked conference champions. The four highest of those will get a buy. And then the next seven highest ranked after that will determine the brackets.
0: I was told there'd be no math on this exam.
1: There's so much math.
0: So it's the five highest ranked conference champions. The four highest get a buy. And then the, the seven next seven highest, highest ranked. ranked.
1: And this in, is all fill in the blanks. And all then, determined
0: by the selection committee.
1: Right. Yeah, right. Right. Anthony,
0: well, it's funny that we should bring up the selection committee. Almost like we wrote these scripts. Almost. Now we do have an, another exclusive. We're, we're breaking news here. We do exclusives. We got fucking connections. But this is audio from the selection committee talking about whether or not Florida State deserved to get into the playoffs in December.
1: Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Ooh. Oh, that got
0: intense, didn't well, it? Well,
1: that's exactly how that went. So
0: <laughs> I think the latter was the final answer. They yes. <laughs>
1: All
0: right. So um, we thought it'd be interesting to kind of look at if we had that 12 playoffs this year. So we we kind of mocked it up and we're just going to tell you uh, number one would be Michigan. Number two would be Washington. Number three would be Texas and four, Alabama. All with bye. So the matchups from there, number nine, Missouri versus number eight, Oregon at Oregon, obviously that would be a great game to see. I'd, I'd be excited for that. We also would have number 12, Oklahoma versus number five, Florida State.
1: Which would have given them a fair shot.
0: Yes. And we wouldn't have to hear them crying about it. And then we wouldn't have to watch them play Georgia tentatively. Tentatively, <laughs> And then number 11, Old Miss would be playing Georgia and then 10, Penn State against the Ohio State University. So that would lead the playoffs with five Big Ten teams because we're not counting the Tupac that's gone, six SEC and one non, which would be Florida State.
1: This new five plus seven model is only in effect for the next two years. In 2026, we could see a 16. Hope so. I think sixteen is where we're gonna stop. I
0: think that's a perfect number. I I didn't really understand twelve in the first place, but I was just happy it wasn't four. And prior to that I was happy it was no longer two. What I'm hoping happens is that ESPN loses exclusive rights to it. I like to see kind of what they do at the Super Bowl where it's rotated between the networks.
1: Yeah, I think that would be cool. I mean, obviously being for the SEC seeing espn keep a hold of anything is good for me but i liked the network rotation that we see in the super bowl as well
0: now we did have a little tidbit about notre dame what was that Rux?
1: if they finish in the top four um they'd have to play
0: so if they finished in the top four they would not get that buy they would still have to play oh yeah the top four that get buys are conference champions notre dame It's too cool for school. They're not in a conference. They just kind of dangle that piece of cheese out in front of the ACC, but don't want to really be associated Mm. with the ACC. So even if they finish in the top four, they're still playing a home game against uh, whoever they're going to be aligned against. But moving on, enough about Notre Dame. Nobody cares about them. They're not in either of our conferences. Not sure why
1: we even mentioned it.
0: Yeah, if we could not, i kind of throw up in my mouth every time I do. So last week, or excuse me, last uh, podcast kind of asked you guys to see if you could send us an audio clip, either a question or, you know, if you just wanted to let us know how we're doing, that type of thing. Well, ask and you shall receive. It was from user SheSaidShe19 at gmail.com, and let me play that right now. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Well, that was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> she
1: said she said she 19. Hey. Hey, we it, thank you for your feedback. Yeah, we though. do,
0: absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh now we're gonna put it out again. Anyone wants to go ahead and give us an audio clip? Where can I send it? Roxanna. They can
1: they can send it to Big Ten V S SEC. Podcast at gmail.com. So B I G 10 V S S E C podcast at gmail.com.
0: Yes. And this could be you next podcast. Uh, it's going to be hard to top that though. That was really good. Good job. She said she 19. Appreciate it. All right. So next up, um, we kind of talked about it in the intro today. We're going to be going over Joel Klatt's mock draft of course the real draft is going to be april 25th in detroit while we're going over this stuff uh, we'll be using what's called pff that stands for pro football focus which is and by the way we're not paid to give this promotion but it's a great uh website it gives a bunch of statistics breaks down nfl ncaa just about any any of the leagues great information especially if you're a gambler
1: now pff is a paid subscription so if they do want to sponsor us and just give us a free subscription for the next i don't know five years that would be great thanks pff
0: yes we're all about free stuff all right let's start out with the number one pick you'll know them as chicago bears the bears bears um pretty much every mock draft i've seen has caleb williams going number one there's a bunch of scenarios where this trade or this pick gets traded they have a okay he's probably the okayest quarterback in the nfl would that be a good description that
1: would be of justin fields that's a good description
0: um definitely has not lived up to expectations he shows glimmer and hope but consistency is definitely not there he of course was first round pick pick number 11 in the 2021 draft we've seen three years of him i think he kind of is what he is to me it's it's time to move on i don't think they should trade this pick i think they need to trade him and try and get some assets for him Last year, they were averaging 21 points per game. That, that's not going to cut it. That's not going to get you in the playoffs. No. And obviously, with two wins, it's it's definitely not going to get you in the playoffs. Well, let's move on to the, the number two pick. But before we do, based off what I saw last year, I think the Washington Commanders, they need a speech because they need to step back from the ledge. They were just trading away their picks, giving town away for nothing. I'm concerned about them, Roxanne. Why don't we get a little listen here?
1: Let me tell you something you already know. That's how winning is done. If anyone knows about how winning is done, it's definitely not the Washington Commanders. We think... The commander's pick is going to be Drake May. So does Joe Clatt, for that matter. Uh, he extends plays. Commanders right now are 25th in the league in points scored and very last in the league in both points allowed and special teams. They are the second worst in the league for protecting their quarterback. So good luck if their pick is Drake May. Good luck to any pick at QB. Um, it's going to be a rough year for whoever they select.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's one thing we can count on is that it's going to end up being a bad pick. because It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to mess it up. All right. Number three. After that positivity. New England Patriots. He's got them taking LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels. Of course, Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, the New England Patriots offense has been downright a trophies, A trophy a A A what is that atrocious god dang lisp (laughs) their defense has been kind of middle of the road as well as their special teams they definitely need a quarterback is this the quarterback that they're gonna pick maybe maybe not i i got a feeling they tend to fall in love with michigan quarterbacks so it wouldn't surprise me if they fell in love with jj mccarthy and ultimately end up taking him ahead of uh Jane daniels but that's a talk for another
1: podcast i see what you did there ah. all right next up the arizona cardinals kyler murray if this pick happens would get an instant superstar in marvin harrison jr a wide receiver out of ohio state
0: i mean they're saying he's pro ready as a freshman there's no doubt he's he's going to be a playmaker. How good he's actually going to be, we won't know until we see it. But. I mean,
1: Arizona Cardinals, sorry Cardinals fans, they're kind of a turd. Um, they're basically Commanders 2.0 with uh, slightly better special teams. I wouldn't really be surprised if they took a quarterback here. Anything will help. Yeah,
0: I can't disagree with you about any of that. Next up.
1: Locker rooms, a lot like my mom's bathing suits. I'd like to see him in one
0: piece. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've heard from Harbaugh his entire career. That's amazing. He's I don't think hard. people understand how hard that was. Of course with Harbaugh we're talking about the Los Angeles Chargers. Klatt's got Brock Bowers from Georgia the tight end going to the Chargers. I like I said I like this pick. Some stats I'm Bowers like just physical. He's six foot four. They say he runs a four point four forty. Um, he also grades out very well as a blocking tight end, which we don't hear a lot about. Uh, Chargers. They actually had the best special teams in the NFL last year, which was interesting. Their offense and defense kind of were around the same, uh, right around the twenties. Their quarterback. They got a young, talented quarterback. Just the way. What we've seen from Harbaugh, this would be my expect. If you asked me what pick I thought he was going to pick, I would definitely say tight end, Brock Bowers. The, guy, the guy's going to be a game changer. He's going to be one of the best within the first couple of years he's in the league.
1: I don't I don't disagree with that. Next is over to the sixth pick of the first round. That's the New York Giants. Joel Klatt had Rome Adunze from Washington wide receiver here. We think that's a good pick. The better pick might be Joel Alt. Uh, he led the league in quarterback sacks last year. The Giants, while a wide receiver would be helpful, they need someone that is physical.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know if he's a great wide receiver, if that's going to help that team for what they need. You can't put one can't put any quarterback behind that line and expect them to succeed.
1: Well, I'm saying Joel, Alt, uh, you know, at offensive tackle might be might be a better pick. I'd have so. to
0: agree with you. And that leads into number seven for the Tennessee Titans. And Joe Klatt had them picking Joe Alt, Alt. Uh, Notre Dame offensive tackle. Uh, last year, the Titans had the 29th rated defense. The offense was the middle of the pack. I w- might actually look to try and improve that defense. I'm okay where the offense is. Let's try and bring reel that defense in. So I would have to disagree.
1: How about new?
0: With Joe Klatt on that. Next up
1: Atlanta Falcons. They went 7-10 and ten last season. Defense was tied for 11th last year. They need help on both offense and special teams. A playmaker or a wide receiver would be a good pick here. Joel Klatt has Dallas Turner from Alabama, who's an edge, coming in as this pick. I'm going to disagree. I think Roma Madunze or um, Malik Neighbors may be a better pick.
0: Yeah, I mean, the NFL is always about you know stockpiling edges and cornerbacks because you just never know who's going to go. But uh, I definitely think where their offense offenses, uh, I would agree that a playmaker would be in co- or would be where eyes go as well. Up next, number nine is gonna go to the Chicago Bears number pick two for them. He had him taken Malik neighbors, which I don't I would just say take the best available talent. okay. Um, if they we both wanted them to take you know that stud quarterback, like why not get him a wide receiver? If Malik Neighbors is still on the board, by all means, take them.
1: Uh, next up, we have the New York Jets. They went 7-10 and 10 last year. They, I mean, to have lost, Rodgers, um, after game one, actually pulled off a decent season. Joel Klatt has Alu Fashanu, Penn State's offensive tackle. It's a great pick if it holds. Um, He will be there to protect Rodgers, assuming Rodgers is coming back next season. They have the the best defense in the league. I think if they can actually get him here, this is a great pick.
0: I'm always about protecting an aging quarterback. Um, I think this is the best bet.
1: An aging quarterback.
0: Well, he's... Is he 40 yet? If he's not 40, he's pretty close. He's old. Yeah, so... As we can see, like last year, one play ends the season for him. Like, they need to protect him if they want to have something. They have the number one defense. Like, just protect the quarterback this year, and they're going to be right in it next year. All right. Next up is going to be number 11. This is going to be the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, the Vikings went 7-10 and 10 last year. He has them taking Tarion Arnold, Alabama cornerback. Huh. Well, last year they did have the 25th rated defense. But I just think that maybe this is a reach for Terry and Arnold. I think he's more late first round. I've been super impressed with that Toledo cornerback, Kenyon Mitchell. Uh, talk about an incredible senior bowl practice week. And I mean, he was just defending. He, he graded out probably the best player the entire week of practice for that. So I would I would have to take him off the board first if I'm going for a corner.
1: Okay. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know that Therion Arnold is the best person for the job with the Vikings. Uh, moving on to the Denver Broncos, they're the 12th pick. They went 8-9 and nine last season. Their offense and special teams are not Spectacular, but they do get the job done. Defense is second worst in the league. With Wilson likely to go, I personally think they just go for the best available quarterback. Joe Clatt says um, Bo Nix from Oregon is that pick. That's to be seen, but I'll, I'll agree with that if he's what's there. But if there's someone, I just think that maybe he's not the best fit for Denver.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know who's going to be the best fit uh, for Denver. We do have in our next podcast. We're going to go over um, some quarterbacks that are projected to be in that first round. I'm going, to go over a little detail about them. So we're not going to get into a lot of detail today. Do I think bonix is a good quarterback? Yeah, I'm okay with this pick. If that's the direction they want to go in, with, I'm okay with that. Okay. All right. Next up is going to be the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh boy, eight and nine last year. Clats um, got them with Talis out of Oregon State. Um, Anytime we're going to protect our quarterback, I'm okay with it. Don't have a lot on this guy. I know he's a good offensive tackle. I'm okay with this pick. Any thoughts?
1: Um, I think that they could also go with a quarterback right now. If they're going to commit to keeping their current quarterback, then this offensive tackle is the way to go. Um, But I think it could go either way. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, you can't play for next year because I don't believe there's a lot of quarterback talent coming out. I think this is the year to get your quarterback. And then worry about the rest of the talent uh, for the years to come.
1: So number 14, we have the New Orleans Saints. They went 9-8. and Joel Klatt had Jared Verse. He's the FSU edge. I'm okay with it.
0: He's a dude.
1: He's a dude. He's a dude. I'm okay with it. I'd like to see some more offensive talent here. I don't really have anybody in particular that I think would fit in. But I think that there could be better use of this pick. So So,
0: Best available type pick. All right, up. at number 15 is the Indianapolis Colts. They were 9-8 last year. Colt or uh, Clatt has them taken my favorite Kenyon Mitchell, cornerback that we just discussed out of Toledo. Uh, again, just to kind of reiterate, um, they had a great senior bowl. The unfortunate thing is the Colts picked Anthony Richardson last year. So I definitely think somehow Indianapolis is going to screw this up, screw the pooch, and that's all I have to say about that. Moving on,
1: (laughs) number sixteen pick is the Seattle goes to Seattle Seahawks again, another uh, nine and eight record. I feel like Geno is probably running out of steam. He's just getting up there in age at this point. Joel Klatt's pick was JJ McCarthy. The quarterback out of michigan the national champion winning quarterback out of michigan i think it's a good pick
0: yeah if they could if they could have him sit a year or even two like kind of like what green bay does to quarterbacks and they come out hit the ground running and are instant superstars when they start actually playing um i think this could work well with him he's very young i know he doesn't have a very he's tall but he doesn't have a large build I would be concerned about him taking large amounts of hits, you know, whether or not we they would be able to keep him on the field.
1: Well, if he can either way, even if Gino isn't leaving, if they could get McCarthy out there, let him sit for a year, just kind of learn the program and get to know the guys. I think with the talent that they have at wide receiver, he would be eventually be a good fit for the program. like you, I am worried that he's not the biggest dude. He's tall like you said, but he's not the biggest guy so he's not going to be able to take hit after hit.
0: But he's got armed talent for days. And of course, uh, the head coach for the Seattle Seahawks is the former defensive coordinator of the Michigan Wolverines. So he's very familiar with uh, this quarterback. I'll
1: what, honestly be surprised if J.J. doesn't go before yeah. 16. So We'll
0: definitely get into that a little bit more uh, next podcast when we do talk about those quarterbacks. Number 17, Jacksonville Jaguars. Clats got them taking Nate Wiggins. They went 9-8 and eight last year. I'd say the pick is solid. If I'm in their position, I'm picking the best available offensive lineman. And moving on to...
1: The Cincinnati Bengals with the 18th pick, they, again another nine and eight team. Joel Klatt has J.C. Latham out of Alabama, offensive tackle. They need someone to protect Joe Burrow, so I think that this is a great pick because I'm sure he's tired of getting his ass kicked. If every it,
0: every highlight of Burrow, like he looks like he was kidding. in a 12 round fight. <laughs> he's just looks,
1: he's just getting slaughtered. Yeah, the
0: kid's talented, but if you're not going to protect they going to he's going to turn into the next Andrew Luck who just retires way early
1: if the Bengals can't get an o-lineman here then we're gonna need a defensive player so hopefully they can find someone to project burrow but i think this is a good pick yeah
0: okay uh number 19 is going to the los angeles rams they were 10 and 7 last year Clatt's got them picking the offensive tackle out of Georgia's amarius mims Of course, this would uh, help protect Matthew Stafford, their aging quarterback. I'm not sure about this pick. Mims has got a small sample size, questions about his durability. They did have the 23rd rated defense. Offense was much better. Maybe we need to address something on the defense. So my pick would be best available either corner or edge rusher. Okay. With this pick.
1: Coming in at number 20, the Pittsburgh Steelers had a 10 and 7 season. Klatt has Tyler Guyton. Guyton. Pe- Guyton. Offensive tackle out of Oklahoma. Pretty sure it's
0: just Guyton. Is it Guyton?
1: Guyton. 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 I don't know.
0: That was my, that was my nickname <laughs> in high school. Guyton.
1: I personally think that Pickett has a ticket out of Pittsburgh. And so my pick would be a quarterback. I think that Penix would make more sense here if he hasn't gone already. I know. I did that on nice. purpose. Lyrical gangster. I was a poet and I know it.
0: Up. All right. Well, maybe, maybe not. Number twenty one is going to the Miami Dolphins. I don't know what the hell he was smoking with this one. He has the Dolphins picking Michael Penix Jr. We had what they were like one of the top offenses last year. Third
1: best rated yeah. offense.
0: And we're gonna just scrap. Tungavaloa. Screw it. For, for Penix?
1: Yeah, let's uh, take this guy.
0: Did he see Penix in that national championship game? I don't like, think he did. Uh, that I don't know that I'm giving up Tungavaloa just yet for Michael Penix. Of course they had the fourth-rated defense. Perhaps the best pick would be for an interior offensive lineman. Or, you know, possibly who the who he has the Eagles taking next, which is?
1: Jackson Powers Johnson, offensive lineman out of Oregon.
0: Of course, Philadelphia is the number 22 pick, and they went 11-6 and last year.
1: The pick is okay. It works for me if Kelsey stays or if he goes, because we don't know right now. Rumor was that he was retiring, but now in the news today, literally breaking news today, that he's in discussions with the Eagles still. They really need a cornerback here. They need any help that they can get in that position so i would just take the best available but the pick is fine if, if they can get him, then great
0: yeah moving on number 23 is going to the houston texans uh they had a breakout year last year 10-7 made the playoffs this pick is actually via cleveland he has them taken lot to edge out of ucla now of course he originally played for the washington huskies they medically retired him after a neck surgery. I think I would be more inclined to take an offensive lineman to protect that young quarterback, whereas this pick is kind of a high risk, high reward. I would expect him to be one of the last picks in the first round. Now he is top ten talent, but I don't know, having surgery, having already had surgery on his neck, whether the risk is worth the I risk. Can't is today. worth
1: the reward. Thank, thank you. <laughs> Okay.
0: Uh, risk. Yes. Thank you. Let's just move on.
1: Okay, Uh, with the number 24th pick, the Dallas Cowboys. Klatt has them selecting Jordan Morgan. He offensive tackle. He's out of Arizona. Cowboys went 12 and five last season. It's a good pick. I think that Jackson Powers Johnson would be better. But any offensive lineman is a good pick for the Cowboys at this point.
0: Yeah, that's Cowboys. Moving on. Number 25, Green Bay Packers, nine and eight last year. Well, that has him taken Byron Murphy the 2nd out of
1: All right, all right, all right. Yeah, that's
0: that's Texas defensive tackle there. Uh of course last year Green Bay's defense was the 21st defense in the NFL. I don't think this is a bad pick. Um this is the best defensive tackle in the draft, kind of bolster that line. I think defensive tackle, defensive end is a good place to start to help uh Build that defense.
1: Oh, with the 26th pick, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, who had a nine and eight season, Collette has them picking Cooper out of Iowa um, cornerback he was injured all last year I don't know what he's going to look like he is going to the combine um, but he won't perform so we have him rated as likely the best defensive back Mm. in the draft but I don't I don't know being with that with that injured season how he's going to show
0: yeah I mean I think you hit it like right the head or the nail right on the head what what will he look like after taking a year Um, what can we expect from him Say what again. I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more
1: goddamn
0: time. Um, but he definitely, you know, I would like to have seen him perform at the NFL Combine because I, I definitely think he could have gotten some momentum leaving there. But I'm I'm sure his NFL uh, pro day is going to be great. But moving on. All right, we got the Arizona Cardinals again. Let's see. He has him taking with the 27th pick, Chop Robinson edge. If he's around at this pick, this is a fantastic pick. I have this guy going way early. I think he is a game changer. I have him as a top 10 talent. A lot of people didn't get to see him because of the team he played for never really played for anything, but I can tell you the Do you remember when we watched the Penn State Michigan game? Yeah. He was a difference maker. He was. Michigan, what a lot of people don't understand. They think they just ran the ball intentionally in the second half because they could. They did it to protect J.J. No, it to protect John him from Robinson this guy. was
1: yeah. brutal.
0: So, and that's the type of players you want to have on your team. So if this guy is around, this is the steal of the draft right here, or the first round at least.
1: Uh, next up is the Buffalo Bills at 28. They went 11-6 and six last year. Klatt has them taking Brian Thomas Jr. He's a wide receiver out of LSU. The Bills' special team is a giant turd. Am I wrong? Yeah, but I
0: was Am I wrong? You're not wrong. They were a huge turd last year.
1: Another wide receiver is definitely not going to hurt, but I think that they should really consider taking someone that is going to be able to perform in multiple ways. Uh, if anything that any, any position that could help special teams at all would be great.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right, moving on. Number 29 goes to the Detroit Lions. They finished 12 and 5 and had their first playoff appearance uh, since the wheel was invented. Klatt has them taken Anis Rakestraw. I don't know if it's Ennis it's or anus. Ennis. I'm pretty
1: sure it's Ennis. I'm pretty sure his name um, isn't anus. He's
0: cornerback from Mizzou. If I was in this position and Chop Robinson was still around two picks for me, I'm definitely trading up. I'd throw a fourth round in there just to move up two spots to take. And that's exactly what I think Detroit needed. To have moved on to the Super Bowl was that other defensive end on the other side of Hutchinson to really create that pressure on both sides that could really be a game changer. Now, last year, they were 21st in sacks with 41. Just to put that in perspective, the Ravens were the best and they had 60. That's what I would do if I was uh pretty tight from sack Lions. game. Yeah. But speaking of the Baltimore Ravens.
1: At number 30, the Baltimore Ravens. Klatt has them picking Keon Coleman. He's a wide receiver out of FSU. Now, the Ravens went 13-4 and four last year, which is a great year for them. I think this is a good pick if it works out for them. I think this would be a steal of the first round if he has not been taken. Yet. Yeah.
0: Just every time I see this guy, nobody can defend him. and He's running away from defensive backs. I would have liked to have seen Florida State have stayed healthy with their quarterback, Jordan Travis, I think is his name, or whatever his name is. I would like to him to have stayed healthy and seen them in the playoffs, just so a national audience could have really seen how great this wide receiver is. But this could also be my 1B steal of the first round, if he's available this late. And then next up, we got the San Francisco 49ers. They went 12-5, and of course, made it to the Super Bowl. Plat- has picked him to, them to take Kool-Aid McKinstry out of Bama, another defensive back. I'm not sure if I'm drinking the proverbial Kool-Aid on this one. Um, I think he's going to fall to the second round. I'm not I'm not exactly sure that this is the correct spot for him. I think that Bama aura is kind of following Klatt a little bit here where he's wanting to take everyone in Bama. I think uh, San Francisco 49ers are better off trying to get uh, an edru- edge rusher, defensive tackle talent.
1: Uh, I can't say that I wouldn't disagree with that, but I do think that McKenstry is a good player. I don't know that he's going to drop to the second round. Maybe maybe 31 in the first round is a good place for him. So we'll see what happens there. Last but not least, the Super Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs. They won 11-6 and last season. Klatt has them taking Troy Franklin, uh, wide receiver out of Oregon. Uh, I think this is a great pick. Uh, Mahomes and Ma'ato definitely need another threat out on the field. He cannot only throw the ball to Travis Kelsey every single time. Honestly, I'll take whoever is best available at wide receiver here. Uh, I don't care if it's Troy Franklin. We just need someone else on the field there.
0: Yeah, I mean, that just makes them that much more exciting to watch. On offense, they do need wide receiver talent. Um, They haven't been great since that Last stud went to Miami. But, yeah, I would like to see them take. If Troy Franklin's available, absolutely take him right here. And that's going to wrap it up for today. Um, I know this is kind of on toward, off the beaten path from what we normally do. Um, Not a whole lot of college stuff going on. So we just want to kind of address one of the drafts just to talk about some of the players that were from the SEC and Big Ten. We will be talking about some upcoming stuff this week uh one of them we kind of hinted about was the combine we're also putting together why can't i talk today i don't know i mean i can't talk most days but this is (laughs) today is special special. yeah i think it's because it's later in the day but anyways uh so we're going to talk about the quarterback talent that's projected to go in the first round and like I just said, the Combine. And if you haven't already, please uh, subscribe, like, follow all that good stuff. Roxanne, where can I do some of that at?
1: Please subscribe, like, follow on any of the socials, anywhere you do your social media. We're at big one zero v vssec on every social media platform. And if you would like to send us an audio clip with a question or comment or just some ranting, feel free to do that at Big Ten versus SEC podcast at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then shout out to what was that guy's name?
1: She She said said she 19. She says
0: she 19 at gmail.com. So if you want to send him an email, feel free to. But until next time, we are out.
1: Thank you for listening to the Big Ten vs. SEC podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and share our podcast with your friends. Feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. Get in touch via social media at Big Ten vs. SEC. That's big one zero V vssec See you next week for a new episode.